Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Retire Simply Podcast. I'm Scott Winstead. And I'm Angela. And we are back this week bringing you another episode of All Things Retirement Planning. And we're going to continue our discussion today around income. All right? Yep. Who doesn't love income? Everybody loves income. Everybody loves income, right? Um, And I think one of the main things about income that we've been talking about over the last few weeks here probably one of the main things about income is that we believe income gives you choice. And that's really the main thing, right? Um, You know, it's not so much about, oh, I get $3,000 a month or I get $5,000 a month or I get $10,000 a month. It's really not about the number. I think it's more about the amount coming in that gives you the ultimate choice and freedom for whatever your lifestyle is. Right. Yeah. And everybody's different. So that's why we all have different numbers. Yeah. Everybody is different, you know, and the more income you get or you have, the more choices you get. And we all love having choices. Right. Mm So um, the more income I have, the better trips we take, the more income we have, uh, the better care we get, the more we get to do with the kids, the grandkids. So income gives us choice and we all love having choices. So that's kind of sets the foundation. Then we talked a little bit about over this last uh, uh, month or so the sit on the porch number. So how much income do you really need each month to make your life function? Um, And we talked about sources of income, right? So making sure that we've got income coming in from different sources. Now, when I say sources and we say sources, what what I think we really mean is uh, guaranteed versus non-guaranteed income. We talked about that last week. So um, guaranteed income, we, (laughs) we refer to that as mailbox money, right? Basically, money that gets deposited into your bank account um, on the same day every month, whether that is from a pension, whether that's from Social Security, whether that's from some sort of uh, uh, government pension or teacher pension, um, whether it's from an annuity. But money that you know comes in like clockwork and is not affected by the stock market, by new administrations, by, you know, uh, high inflation, low inflation. It's there for you versus non-guaranteed income, which would be income you bring in each month um, or that maybe you spend each month, but it's not necessarily guaranteed. Um, That could be dividend income, right? That could be uh, income from real estate. But, you know, yeah, you can you can bank on it. You think it's going to be there, but it could fluctuate, right? Some months could be higher. Some months could be lower. Some years it's higher. Some years it's lower. And you need really a combination of these things. to have a good, solid foundational income plan. Okay. And so today, as we kind of put a bow and wrap up the income uh, topic and chat with you, Angela and I think it's really important to, to talk about being flexible in your retirement. Yes. Nimble and flexible um, really puts you in the power position. Exactly. And I think so many times, um, People look at things and they look at their retirement and it's very rigid. It's it's very, um, you know, structured to the point of, well, I got to take it from here and here's what I take and this is the percent I withdraw every month and, you know, uh, this is the rate of return and just all these things, right? It's always going to remain the same. That's right. Deviation, no changing. It's so funny because a lot of times folks come in and, and they'll talk about, well, based on what I've saved, based on what I need. I'm going to just withdraw 4% a year and I'll be good. And everybody's kind of heard that 4% withdrawal rate uh, story, right? Um, 
the problem starts to become where planning and future planning doesn't always mirror real life. Mm -hmm. So most folks say, yeah, well, hey, if I take 4% out of my retirement accounts every month or every year, and I average 5%, gee whiz, I'll never run out of money. It looks great on paper, right? I always am making 1% more a year. The problem is, let me ask you a question. Does the stock market make 5% every single year? No. Now, does that mean over a 20 or 30 year retirement that you might average 5%? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You might average five, but it doesn't mean you make five every year. It means that over 30 years, you average that, which means some years you might make 15%, other years you might make 18%, but some years you may lose 10%. Some years you may lose 18%. And it's such a different perspective when we're saving and we're working, but when we are now turning our savings into income to us, when we're actually in retirement, that's when what you're talking about now becomes very real. Absolutely. And so average rates of return really become meaningless in retirement. Very meaningless. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, what typically doesn't happen is the stock market loses 10% one year in your retirement that you sit down and you look at your spouse when you're having a cup of coffee in the kitchen that morning. You say, gee whiz, honey, Um, let's just take that extra 4% out that we're, we're used to spending, right? Because what happens then when the market goes down is not only did your account drop, now you've got a tough decision to make. You can either take that 4% out. And typically when you take money out of an account, you're locking in that loss, right? Because you've had to sell something to kind of raise that, that cash. Or you have to say, no, I'm not going to touch my accounts right now because they are down and I just want to let them come back and rebound. So we'll live on less. And so if I presented those two options to you, right, if we laid out a piece of paper and we said, hey, you got to kind of choose door number one or door number two. If you go through door number one, you get to keep your lifestyle, but your account is not only going to drop 4%, it may drop an additional 10% for a total of 14. Yes, that could happen. That could happen on door number one. Or you could not take anything And when you walk through door number two, you just aren't going to go do the things you want to do this year. You're not going to spend what you want to spend. You're not going to travel. You're not going to do any of those things because the market had a bad year and so did your accounts. Please select door one or door two. And what you're probably doing is looking around for door number three, right? (laughs) Exactly. So again, we've all been taught about average rates of return. Well, hey, as long as I always get five, I'll be good if I spend four. Yes, that's true theoretically. But the reality of spending in retirement is not theoretical. It's realistic. And the market doesn't make 5% every year. You may average that, but it doesn't mean you're going to earn that every year. And so we've got to be flexible in where you take money from. Not only flexible from the accounts from risk, but also flexible in the accounts from taxes. And we're going to be talking all about taxes next month. But what I just want to briefly touch on is we've all heard of diversification in terms of your investments, right? Oh, I want to make sure I've got uh, large cap, small cap, mid cap. I want to make sure I've got safe things like fixed income. I want to have some international exposure, right? I want to have uh, tech, I, you know, just diversification. Every, we've all been beating the head with diversification. Well, you, you need to have diversification in terms of your risk, meaning do you have accounts? that 
go up and down with the market, and do you have accounts that are principally guaranteed and safe? So in a year where the stock market makes 10%, we would assume that the accounts that go up and down with the market would make all that 10%. And maybe the accounts that are principally guaranteed don't make all that 10%. Maybe they only make half of that, like let's say 5%. Well, in a year where the market goes up 10%, I want to be drawing my non-guaranteed income from the account that made the full 10%, yep. right? I mean, that makes sense. However, when the market goes down, do you have diversification and accounts that are principally guaranteed not to go down with the market? So when the market loses 10% and your accounts that are tied to the market are down 10, do you have accounts that haven't dropped at all? And you can still take your 4%, let's say, from those accounts. And the beauty of that is at least you know the accounts that are principally guaranteed are only going to go down by what you took out, not what you took out plus what the market took from you. Very, very important. So being flexible in the risk associated to your different types of accounts when you're drawing your income. That sounds very complicated. So my very simplistic way to look at that is when I'm thinking about things that fluctuate in the stock market, maybe um, that's my milk and all of the growth that I have is the cream on top. So that makes me happy. Now I'm talking about my other account, the one that's guaranteed that not, uh, doesn't fluctuate with the stock market. And that would be my milk. So in a year where my stock market account has no cream on top, and let's say maybe the stock market even took some of it. So my milk is way down. I'm going to go to my guaranteed um, source of income or the milk that's always there and just take a little bit of milk from there because I know the stock market hasn't taken any. I think that's well said and now I'm thirsty. <laughs> you sound like a farmer. I know, my goodness, that's the <laughs> North Dakota farming coming out in you there. But I think that's very well said. So that's one type of, of diversification and, and being flexible in, in, in your retirement income. I think the second thing is, and we're going to go into this in a lot more detail, in uh, the future uh, weeks here, but is also, you know, being flexible in where you take money from and what type of taxes does it really cause you in retirement? Mm -hmm. Is it ordinary income tax you're paying? Is it a long-term capital gains rate that you're paying? Is it tax-free that you're paying? And understanding, you know, where that income comes from, what are the, what's the type of taxation involved in that income? And I think probably, um, just as important is what does it do to your other benefits? Yes. You know, is this income that I'm taking going to make me have to pay more for my Medicare premiums? Is this income that I'm taking causing extra taxation on my Social Security? So you've got to look at these things as well. It's not just as black and white as, hey, you know, I've saved a million bucks. I need an additional 40 grand a year. I'm always going to earn 5%. So 50 grand, I'm always making an extra 10% every or 10, 10 uh, 1%, $10,000 every year. And off we go and, and, and things are great. It sounds good on paper. It sounds good in theory. You know, as well as I do, life doesn't work like that. So one of the things that we really encourage you and we've talked about is making sure you have that income plan. And that's something we are happy to build out for you and give you a second set of eyes on uh, making sure that you've got a proper income plan laid out in retirement. So listen, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you have a question, now's your chance. 
you could scroll down under the episode and you'll see this week's offer. It's really a link to my calendar for a 15-minute introductory call. Click on schedule your call and it'll take you right to my calendar. I look forward to chatting with you soon. So as we wrap up income, be thinking about not only how much income and money you've saved, but really your sit on the porch number. Be thinking about how it affects both spouses and does it inflate. Be thinking about your sources of income, guaranteed versus non-guaranteed income. And then lastly, how flexible is your plan? to make sure that you can withstand the different variables that we ultimately don't control. Market being high, market being low, inflation being high, inflation being low, right? So look at your income overall, look at your retirement overall and start to evaluate yourself on that. If you have any questions or you need any help, feel free to give us a call. That number is 817-328-6152. We look forward to uh, speaking with you next week. And if you need anything in the meantime, don't hesitate to give us a shout. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been another week of Retire Simply. Thanks for listening. And remember, anyone can save money. And just as easily, anyone can run out of money. But it takes skill and a plan to take what you've saved and not run out. If you want to listen to more episodes or learn more about Compass Retirement, go to RetireSimplyPodcast.com. That's RetireSimplyPodcast.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page to set up your 15-minute call to get your plan started right now. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Compass Retirement, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Compass Retirement, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Compass Retirement, Inc. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.